Um, so what I want to start off with today is talking about the one and only, you've heard of him, Andrew Tate. Now, if you don't know who he is, you probably have seen him. He's everywhere. He's, uh, you know, conquering the internet, as he says. Um, he's a, I was going to say influencer, but that's not it. It's a businessman that has some very hot takes online um, about relationships, about, you know, men and women, about uh, these type of stuff. Um, and so he just says this the opinions he has, but in a very kind of strong examples and sometimes ridiculous examples that people tend to hate a lot on. Now, I don't want to touch on really any of the things he talks about. That's not my, you know, thing to discuss about his actual ideas. What I want to talk about is how he communicates his ideas and how people are kind of receiving that because it is so, you know, crass, because it is so out there and, and so confident in these things that you could call controversial he gets a lot of hate. But the thing is, because he gets a lot of hate, he gets a lot of attention. And in that attention, a lot of people that, you know, there's a lot of people that hate, but there's also a lot of people that love. And through that hate, people that are hating on him because they don't like him, they're bringing to him people that will actually like him. So they're, they're helping his brand by essentially taking the bait that he sets. Because in my opinion, the takes that he has are just baiting. He's baiting for people to react, for people to call him out, for people to make videos because it's free advertising, it's free exposure. And then some of the people that watch will like him and then they will go down his funnel and buy his products and he makes money off your hate. And um, so that's his kind of overall strategy. Now what I wanna touch on is he had a debate with a streamer, XQC, where they were just talking about his ideas. Now, regardless of who you agree with, I would say it's easier to agree initially, if you've never seen any of them, with XQC, because it's more general takes, it's more uh, societable, societable? Uh, more uh, takes that society accepts more in general. Um, so most people lean to say, okay, he's right. The thing is because he was getting so upset and, and screaming and insulting the Andrew Tate, and Tate was just calm, collected, replying, uh, giving a counterpoint, I, I'd imagine that a lot of people turn sides to Andrew Tate's side. Even if maybe he's all wrong, I'm not here to argue about his ideas or excuse his ideas, but just the way he communicated, because he communicated better, more calm, uh, not insulting the other person, he gave the impression that he was right, and by not being disturbed, he actually, if we're looking at who won the debate, he won the debate, clearly, regardless of the ideas that they had. And all of this to touch on the point that anger never when expressed like that especially towards others has zero benefits it, it never has a benefit unless someone is attacking you and you need to attack them back and use that anger for that there's no benefit to expressing that anger to the other person right away especially if you're trying to argue about something if you're having a discussion if you're trying to change someone's mind to trying to someone for someone to see your point it is pointless to get angry and to start insulting because the more you do that, the more the other person is gonna close down and do the same to you. And the more that happens, the more no one listens, all just speak, scream, and nothing happens. And I really wanted to touch on that because that was a perfect example of, of why you need to control your emotions, especially when arguing and discussing, discussing logical points. Because the, the moment you bring emotions in, not to say that you need to be emotionless, obviously you can raise your voice, you can be excited about things, but if you let those emotions control you, then you're always going to lose, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not that only you're going to lose. 
except i mean it is and sorry 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 to interrupt uh, i mean you're gonna lose in uh in the sense of in all aspects you lose the bait you lose with yourself because you kind of disappointed yourself and you lose with the other person because you couldn't even listen and also try to to be listened by yeah, yeah that's what sorry. i was gonna say you lose in every single uh, sense of the word because you just had a discussion with someone your emotions got elevated you you like you're you're you were angry about it you were like upset about it now that that just leaves you worse off and then the person you were arguing with also gets worse off because you're giving out this negative energy and at the end of the day you learn nothing because if you're angry i'll tell you it's yeah. almost impossible to change your mind when you're angry you know it's one of those mind states that is it's very difficult for you to be logical if you're just sitting there and screaming at someone everything they say it's already being perceived as worthless by you because of this emotional state and so you really need this yeah. is very important you know uh, it's a very important thing for people i think to bring it to their own lives you know because we all have discussions with people you know and i'd argue most of us don't have productive discussions like almost never because yeah. you're always coming from a place of it's not i don't want to say emotion because emotion is necessary in these things but it's like you need to be able to distinguish what's happening you know the person you're having an argument with is not the argument itself you know so whatever she's saying exactly. doesn't mean she's a bad person unless it's something just ridiculously like or horrible you know but if it's like a, a, a debatable topic you should never like view this person as evil because they have this opinion you know obviously there are limits to this but i i think most people most things we debate can fall into this this category of things and it's so much That's more productive if you actually view this other person in front of you that you're having an argument with even if it's online view them as a human being that you would probably enjoy having a good time with one-on-one -on -one outside of this discussion you know this is rude yep. if you, because if you're not having a discussion you're probably going to get along with the person you know it's just how yeah yeah if, if yeah, you're just, just chilling you're just gonna be, be chilling nice. drinking a, a beer in the beach like you're not gonna be there and taking there an evil person we need to, to clear out this idea that because people have these different opinions they are evil you know we see this a lot like a thing that annoys me a lot and this may be controversial i don't care jordan peterson you know there's a lot of people that are like they mm -hmm. <laughs> they hate him like and they actually hate him yeah it's like yeah. okay do i agree with everything he says no do I agree with everything anyone says? No. Like, no one writes about yeah. everything. And he talks a lot about a lot of things, and he has a big platform. And you can criticize him on that, you know? Maybe tell, say, okay, Jordan, you shouldn't talk about these things you're not... Uh, you don't know that much about. And that's, you know, that's valid criticism. What you can't do is say, yeah. Jordan Peterson, you're a piece of shit because you said this. And, and uh, like, he's not saying, like, ridiculous shit, you know? He's just saying most of what he says is just like, okay... Yeah, yeah. Um, Focus on yourself instead of focusing on the outside world, you know? See what you can do to improve the world instead of trying to demand the world to change. You know, you may agree or disagree with these statements. You may say that, you no, know, the government should try to fix things or, or that, no, it, it should be the individual. Yeah. Bro, how can you go from that to say that he's a horrible person? He's just trying to appeal to people to do the best they can and to, for them to improve as human beings. And a lot of people have changed positively because of him a lot more than negatively like that's for sure and so it's crazy how we make these persons villains like because it's, it's only because of social media because i guarantee you not one 
uh, of the persons that are actually like criticizing Jordan Peterson online this fiercely, if they would have a, a one-on-one talk with them, with him, like in real life, a hundred percent of them would come out of there and not hate him, because there's just no way you have a conversation. Yeah, yeah with maybe them. they would still not like him, but they would not have yeah, this disdain. It's impossible because you see him as a person, impossible. and and that's the yeah, because, yeah like, go for it. That's the importance of like actually listening because a lot of clips are taken out of context. If yeah. you actually listen to the men speaking, I think it's impossible. Like if you're a reasonable, reasonable person, it's impossible for you to hate him because it's just so uh, such a, a well-measured discourse. Even in things he, he, he says that he knows are controversial, he makes it, he says it in a way that I feel, I feel like is acceptable. That's a bit getting outside of the, the topic, but I feel like going back, the, the, the message I think should be spread more is don't hate you know just like listen to the person listen what what she he or she has to say and actually try to understand where they're coming from because we all come from backgrounds you can't just assume that people have the same experience as you and know about all these topics that maybe for you are like simple like elementary shit but for them they have no idea about you know this maybe like we you see this a lot with woke culture and woke people they assume everyone knows or should know about all these very niche topics. And it's like, no, most people don't know. And I, I, I make the argument for them that they, they shouldn't need to know. If you want to educate them on them, that's awesome. But that's what you need to do. And if you want to educate them, you don't go with the arrogance and say, oh man, what the fuck? You don't know about this? You're so dumb. No, you're like, okay, let me tell you about this topic that I think yeah. is important and uh, I think should be uh, paid attention to, you know? Approach it in that mindset, yeah. and I guarantee you, you'll have much more pleasant conversations and actually productive dialogue. True, and because it's what you're saying, where the if you if you actually have a one-on-one dialogue with most people, and you're, it's just like just the two of you, and you're actually trying to understand each other, you know, most people, you're at the very least, you're not gonna hate them unless it's some very extreme person. And you guys touch on one of those points, you know, but when I say extreme, it's, you know, that's so rare that maybe you've probably never even met someone like that. Someone that is just so radical in a certain view that is actually dangerous to society. For most people, if you never touch on a topic that is political, you'd probably hang out just fine. At the very least, fine. Or kind of, just kind of a bit awkward. Maybe that would be the worst if things don't really click. But that would be it, you know, but, and I feel like nowadays is such a problem with, us being able to communicate so easily online through text is that first of all you dehumanize the the person behind the opinion it's like you just see the opinion and so when you criticize or when you talk about it it's like it's almost like that opinion feels like the entire person is just that if someone says some stupid a slightly more racist joke which we all have at some point let's be honest um you think like oh this motherfucker's just he's just that when that's not true Maybe he was obviously not right for, for writing that, but that doesn't necessarily make him a bad person because we've all done things that are not good to different degrees of good and bad. And so I think when we're in person, we recognize that because it's it's not even a conscious thing. It's subconscious. You see another human being, you see yourself kind of in it, so in them. And so you recognize like, okay, they have positives, they have negatives, but so do I. But when you're online you feel higher because you just have what you think is the right opinion and you don't see your own faults and you just see the faults of the person in that opinion and you don't see them as a person. And so I think this is why it's so unproductive to just argue online. 
I think arguing through text online is probably one of the least productive things someone can do because the only thing that will happen is that both sides will just grow further apart. At least a majority of cases, more than 70% of cases, I had to guess, probably mm -hmm. much more. It's because then other people will join in and then some will go to one side and that side starts getting more against the other side. And then it's like you have two factions fighting against each yeah. other. And if you're in real life, you just be like, oh, but what about this? What about that? Oh, I didn't think about it like this. If you're actually open to listen. And then if everything goes well, especially if it's someone, you know, if it's a stranger, it's different. But if it's someone you like, even if they have a, like a completely opposite view of you, you're still going to like them after it. Unless it's something, you know, super out there. But if it's just on a normal topic, you're not going to stop liking a person just because they have an opposing view to you on something. For the most part, you know, uh, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but then again, that, you know, most things are not the exception to the rule. And so I think it's just <laughs> my, my whole point here is that I think we should argue less online and just talk more in person and just stay away more from, from giving into negativity online. I think the whole thing I'm trying to say, just be less online. <laughs> this is better for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, uh that's a good advice in general, you know, be less online. But if you are, when you are going to be online, I challenge you to try to make it as human as possible, you know. Try to picture that you're in a real-life scenario having that conversation. Because that just brings a whole different mentality towards social media. Because yeah. it can be a good thing, you know. You can have productive dialogue on social media. You can make new acquaintances and... and, and and follow good content and it can be a positive impact on your life you know and i feel like this is a very discarded because people just like we all view social media as this like it's, it's this kind of like unanimous pile of shit but we all have <laughs> to do it you know that's kind of like i have everyone accepts social media but it's like it doesn't have to be that you know like recently i saw the post of this guy he's a coach an online coach mm -hmm. and he and he was making like this this point, he focuses now a lot of, about folk on growing other uh, online coaches' businesses and stuff like that. And he was making this point that like people focus a lot about what what kind of content I should make, what what's the, the hashtag that I should put, and all these specific things. And he's like, "Have you talked to someone today through your social media?" And it's like, and I was, I was like, "Yeah, who who the fuck talks yeah. like with random people online? You know, when's the last time you've gotten a message from an influencer?" saying something you know just an, an honest conversation like not just a copy paste message about something yeah, yeah. and like i i, I like any in i i read that and i was like okay yeah that's i think it's a, a good concept but i just kind of like pass, go, gone past to it and didn't pay much attention to it and one day i commented on one of his posts because mm -hmm. i found it really valuable and like he clicked my profile he commented on one of my posts and he's like he complimented me and then he sent me a message and i was like what he actually applies what he's saying. Yeah. And it was such a pleasant um, interaction between a guy I knew nothing about. He didn't know me. Uh, obviously, I mean, obviously he does this with the, the trying to gather me at least for a follow or to sell me something. But it was so pleasant, you know. He, yeah. he asked how I was doing, how, how I was planning on growing my business, whatever. Stuff like that. But it was an honest conversation. It was genuine. And... It made my day better, you know. And now, guess what? I follow that guy and I like all of his posts and, you know. And so, even if you're on this, like, uh, if, you, if you have to do social media, you mm -hmm. know, let's say you really have to do it for your job or stuff like that, I think just approach it like it was real life, you know. Yeah. Because in real life, 
you're going to go meet new people. You're going to be nice to them. You're going to be interested in them. You're going to ask them how, how they're doing, what they're doing. And, you know, you just, you just do this in social media. Because imagine you, every day you send five messages to rent. Like, let's say you have an online page. And every day you send five messages to five random people, you know. And you, you're nice. You're asking them how they're doing. Uh, you found them on another post of someone else. They, you like their comments. Mm-hmm. And you, just, you just say that to them, you know. Pay them an honest compliment. Ask how they're doing. Like, you want to gain followers? I'm pretty sure that's, like, one of the most likely ways for you to actually get a follower, you know? Yeah. You be nice to someone, introduce yourself. And I'm not, I'm not even saying this because of the following shit or whatever. Just approach this. Approach, it's, it's more the mentality that interests me, you know? Because if you bring this uh, real-life energy to social media, I believe it can become a much better place and a much less toxic one than it is right now, you know? If you actually see a comment you dislike, and like, but you think, okay, that's, there's a person behind that comment. Like, let me try to understand yeah. what's happening. Like, you know, that's just, that solves it, you know? That's that's what all we need to make social media productive. No, definitely. It's just, and it's... it's just enough people thinking that. Because, yeah, we, I think we, it's very easy to forget. And and because, you know, then again, nowadays we spend so much of our times online. And above being online is just so in between our fucking two ears. It's always here because... You know, right now you're listening to this likely on your headphones. So you're even more, it's like you're plugged in. It's like you're plugging yourself out of the real world. You're not even fully aware of the sounds that are outside. You know, your experience of life is not even in your head. It's like in, through your mind only. It's through a not fully reality in a way. It's like you look at the content, you consume it. But then again, it's it's much less physical than in my opinion, what it should be. It's not so much your nature. Your focus is always very, you know, in a, uh, I, I don't know how to say this in English effectively. And just this point that's very close to you. And if you're in nature, it's never just fully focused on one thing. Most of the times it's more um, shallow. And because of this, I think as well, it's very easy because we're always up here, always stuck in our minds. It's very easy to also just get, you know, into these rabbit holes and just of some content and some views. And then you start arguing, you start doing these things. And then you notice none of this fucking matters. If I break your fucking phone and computer right now, that doesn't exist anymore. And then what? You know? So it's, it's all, obviously it exists, but then again, it doesn't. If I, if I just take these two devices from you, then you can't access it anymore. And you can still live your life without it. So... All that to say that we put too much importance on it, in my opinion. It's like that that Tyler, the creator, comment that he said someone about like uh, cyberbullying. <laughs> you know, just just uh, how how you know better than me. How how did he say? Yeah, it? yeah, it, it's like uh, like he says N word. What the fuck is cyberbullying? Yeah, um, that that just isn't even real. Just turn off your computer, bro. Because it's like obviously you know there's people that suffer from it, but then again. If you just turn it off and you don't go anymore, then it, that, it's like the things disappear. And I understand that maybe you need it. Maybe it's hard. It's very entertaining. It's very appealing. But then again, we have to recognize that these things are tools. That's what they are. Social media is a tool to communicate, to get validation, to be entertained. But it's not everything. And, and that's true for that. And going back to the topic of arguing, so are our opinions. You, you know, we don't need to grab to our opinions as if they're us you know just because let's say if i'm very far uh, i'm very woke part of our woke, woke culture i think uh, of all these topics that doesn't mean that i need to hold on to them if i suddenly start disagreeing with something it's natural it's natural for, whether it's left or right or whatever the fuck it may be it's natural 
that as we grow older, as we experience more, as we learn more, for our opinions to change. But if we're so tying our identity to just these opinions we have, and we argue about them and we're super strong, and then we only interact with people that have the same opinions, then we're stuck. And then we're unwilling to change. And even worse, in my opinion, we're unwilling to listen because we think that we have the truth and we don't. There's this great quote that I think I've said multiple times, but it's by Voltaire. Uh, Cherish those who seek the truth, but beware of those who find it. Because at the end of the day, there's no truth. You know, science keeps evolving. What is true now will not be true in the future. Everything gets disproved. Every opinion changes. We always find something better. And so we always should be open to at the very least listen. And at the very least, be willing to assume that maybe we're not fully right or that we're even wrong. Because if we're never, nothing progresses. And then just both sides just go more into their own side and get more closed off. And then we forget we're all just people and we all just want the same things. The thing that varies is just our solutions to it. But we all want the same things at the end of the day. Yeah, man. I agree. I think that's a a good close-off note. All right. Perfect. So with that said, if you're listening to the podcast, I recommend you get the fuck out of online. Um, take your <laughs> headphones out if you're on the subway or something just take them out just be in the real world even if it's uncomfortable even in these moments that it's uncomfortable uh, like and there's noise around just be there for a second you know how often if you're on the bus or the subway have you actually been aware of what's happening around you the color of the seats the the way the light flickers on the on the glass I don't I've, I'm being honest I probably haven't because it's you know you just naturally go on your phone and you get distracted but there's a lot of things around us that we're not even aware that are there and when we realize we find a new beauty in life too so i want to leave with that um and yeah this was yes, the sir. searching for me podcast and we'll see you on the next one peace